Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. I'm Jim. Thank you for riding along today. I want to apologize for last week's unusual fact about Cinderella. I'm not sure what I'm apologizing for, but the munchies were interjecting their opinions on my take on the whole fairy tale. And whenever they start interrupting like that, I have to listen to them. They have some insight that I don't in the heat of the moment, if you know what I mean. Anyway, I like those little critters, and maybe I should take heed of what they say a little more often. You know, I'm dogless anymore, and so they're not really pets. I don't know what they are, but I'm starting to become attached to them. All three of them have unique personalities. It's the weirdest thing. It really is. Anyway, when they said that I was grossing them out and please stop and all that, I should have stopped right then and there and asked them why. But unlike a munchie, I just bowled right on through it and told the story the best I knew how, kind of the way the Brothers Grimm told it. Grimm's fairy tales are not for the faint-hearted. That is a fact. Anyway, so thank you for forgiving me. I'll try to make my unusual facts a little more fun. And that takes us to this week's unusual fact. According to the Federal Reserve, a $1 bill lasts about 6.6 years. And there is about 1.79 trillion of U.S. currency out there right now. We missed the song of the week last week, probably because we did the top 10 55 years ago. So let's do the song of the week this week. And our song is I Fall to Pieces by Patsy Cline. It was released as a single in 1961. This great country song did not do very well at first, but with a strong promotion campaign, it slowly, very slowly, and finally started taking off and it topped the charts on the Billboard country charts at number one and made number 12 on the Billboard pop charts. This song and Crazy are hallmarks of Patsy Cline's career. In 1963, Miss Cline died in an airplane crash. I've tried and tried, but you walk by and I fall to pieces. Cereal. Where did it come from? Who thought this stuff up? In 1863, James Caleb Jackson created a breakfast cereal from graham flour that was so hard and dry he had to soak it in milk overnight to be able to eat it. He called it granula, G-R-A-N-U-L-A. Later, granola, G-R-A-N-O-L-A, was introduced by John Harvey Kellogg, who ran a health spa. One of his former patients there at the health spa, C.W. Post, borrowed this idea and created grape nuts. He offered a coupon in the early 1900s. Later, in the early 1900s, Kellogg created cornflakes. Post followed up with the same thing, only called it Post Toasties. In 1910, Quaker Oats figured out to pressurize wheat and rice and boom, it kind of exploded and puffed rice and puffed wheat were born. 
1920, a health clinician accidentally spilled a wheat bran mixture onto a hot stove, and Wheaties were born. 1930, wheat checks were introduced. 1940s, Cheerios. And in the 1950s, they started frosting everything with sugar. When I was a little boy, I'd get up on Saturday morning, and I'd go to the kitchen, and I'd pour myself a big old bowl full of either sugar pops, or frosted flakes, or sugar crisps, or tricks, or something. Put milk on them, trot out to the living room, and plop myself down on the floor in front of the TV, turn the TV on, and watch Saturday morning cartoons while eating a bowl of cereal. It was a ritual I did almost every Saturday morning. It seemed that the cereal companies had discovered the power of advertising to kids. They put prizes in the boxes. The one prize I remember the most was like a scuba diver and you'd unscrew them or something and put baking soda, I believe, inside of them and screw them back up and throw them in water and he'd, he'd dive down and swim around. It was the coolest little toy. It was probably only a couple inches long, but it was so neat. I remember one time we were out of baking soda and I talked my dad into going down to my grandparents' house so I could use their baking soda and he swim around there in grandma's kitchen sink. I always ate cereal for breakfast, probably five out of seven days a week. I would get up and have a bowl of cereal and go to work and then start drinking coffee at work. And I'd eat that cereal almost every morning. I really liked bacon and eggs, you know, toast and all that stuff. But during the work week, I just really didn't have time for that. Today, I get up and have a couple cups of coffee. And then I have one lightly toasted, lightly buttered piece of toast for my breakfast. I found that cereal was indeed kind of fattening for me. I think it's because I put extra sugar on it. Even the unsugared frosted cereals had sugar added to them. Also, I have a problem with my body retains too much iron, so I have to watch what I eat in iron. And cereal is loaded, they call it fortified, with iron. Sugar and iron, sugar and iron. Old sweet Superman, something, I don't know. Anyway, I want to go over some of the brands of cereals that might ring a bell with you. Maybe it's your favorite or was your favorite when you were a kid. Now, I found a list of probably all-known cereals on the American marketplace, past and present. And a lot of them, like, uh, say, Cheerios, has 30 different flavors over the years. So I may just say Cheerios. But I did like Honey Nut Cheerios, right? Better than regular Cheerios. But chocolate Cheerios I didn't care for or whatever. So I'm just going to read you... A uh, list of these, I only probably got 10% of all the cereals they named on this list that I googled. There's a lot of them I never even heard of. Maybe it's because I'm older now and some of this stuff they're marketing to the kids today. Probably so. Because they're not marketing anything to me except for bran flakes or something, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Let's start here 
and they kind of started in the A's and went down to the Z's. I bounced around a little, but not much. All bran. Remember that? I think there are several kinds. I think some were like little round things, looked like grape nuts almost. But others were kind of long, like a piece of spaghetti that was broken off. You know, a quarter inch long, eighth of an inch long maybe, and thin. And a bunch of those. Now you'd have to put sugar on those to be able to eat them, really. But bran makes you regular. Not to an eight-year-old kid, they could care less about that. Alphabets. I like those. I remember when those came out. That was a big thing. Alphabets came out. And you try to write your name with them, you know, floating in milk. Better than alphabet soup, alphabets. Apple Jacks. Captain Crunch, he's got a bunch of flavors anymore. I remember when he came out, too. I was probably 10 or 12. Cheerios. Cheerios seems to be a nice snack for a little toddler kid. You know, not the flavored ones or anything, just plain old Cheerios. They can have three or four of them in their hand, and a couple in their mouth, and one stuck to their cheek, you know, walking around. You're stepping on them on the floor. Remember those days? Checks. Wheat checks, rice checks, corn checks. I couldn't eat those for the last 30 years because they had too much iron. They were fortified, man. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I had some of that the other day. I had uh, a bunch of grandkids came to stay with us for a few days. So I bought a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch because I thought one of my granddaughters liked it. And she must not have liked it anymore or something because there was some left when they left. And so I had a bowl of it. That was pretty good. I liked cinnamon. Shredded wheat and mini wheats. Remember those shredded wheats? They're about the size of a Brillo pad. And you take it and you scrunch it up between your two hands, tear it up and squeeze it and it fall into the bowl. Then you pour milk and sugar on top of it. The mini wheats were easier because you just poured them into a bowl and could eat them. Cocoa Puffs. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Corn Pops. Now this is where... They used to be called sugar corn pops. They were these yellow things. Looked like a huge kernel of corn, kind of. They exploded the corn, right? Sugar corn pops. Count Chocula. That came around after I was older. I'm not sure I even ate that, but I was familiar with it. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops are kind of like tricks. I read a thing saying that every Fruit Loop, the green ones, the purple ones, the blue ones, the red ones, the green ones, did I say green? They all are the same flavor. Now, I didn't do a scientific study on this or anything. Who knows? Maybe the green ones are lime flavor and the blue ones are sky flavor. Now, I don't know, but I did read that, that they're all the same flavor. Frosted Flakes. They used to be called Sugar Frosted Flakes. Ask Tony. He'll tell you they're great. I still kind of like those, but I haven't had them in a couple years now. Fruity Pebbles. There again, I think, you know, it's kind of like Tricks and Fruit Loops, I think. I think they were smaller. I'm not sure I ever ate those either. They got a lot of mileage out of the Flintstones, I'll tell you that. Sugar Smacks. I think they're called Honey Smacks anymore. Post Toasties. Those are cornflakes. Total. I tried that once when I was a kid and did not care for it. I've never eaten it since. 
Booberry, same thing. I think it has a picture of a monster on the outside. Nut and honey, puffed wheat, puffed rice. We talked about that already. They had a great television campaign with the 1842 Overture. Is that what that's called, 1842? 1812 Overture. You know, the cannons exploding and these puffs coming out and that band playing in the background. Da 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 pa powie Yeah, that one. Raisin Bran? Raisin Bran Crunch. Several people make Raisin Bran. And that really, quite honestly, that's the only way I like raisins, is in Raisin Bran. The only way I like bran also. It's a weird combination that seems to work. Rice Krispies, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. They still use those little guys. I think those were all Keebler elves who became disgruntled with living in a tree. So they started hawking cereal. Not really sure, though. Special K. You know, if you eat Special K, you're going to lose weight. That's their big thing. I always liked the taste of it, and I didn't need to lose weight back when I used to like that stuff. I haven't had it for years. Tricks. Tricks are for kids, silly rabbit. And the last one starts with a W. Many famous athletes had their pictures on the box. Wheaties. As I said when I first started this, they were invented by accident, and their advertising campaign of the athletes on the box is probably one of the most successful advertising campaigns in the history of cereal. Please visit our webpage, babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived there, you can visit our Boomers General Store, find many different places to listen to our podcast including YouTube, which has closed captioning on it also. I just want to give a shout out to my friend Marty, who has a podcast called The Primrose Chronicles. It's all about him being raised in suburbia, Indianapolis, Indiana. He's a great spinner of tales, I'll tell you that, and I do enjoy his podcast, and I encourage you to find that the Primrose Chronicles, wherever podcasts are served. You may be glad you did that. Well, my time is over. Talking about all the cereals kind of made me hungry. Always be kind. It's a high calling that you can participate that pays so many dividends in smiles and kindness back. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.